This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hello and welcome to another episode of It's Not You, It's Them, But It Might Be You. I'm actually thinking of changing the the podcast name to just It's Not You. And that's actually would suit me much better to just know every day it's not me. And it'd be a lot easier to say because every time I say it, I have to actually look at it written down to stop myself getting it wrong. But anyway, having said all that, I'm now asking you to trust my advice and my opinion because it is Agony Aunt Day. Even though I can't remember the name of my own podcast, I can give you quite a good advice. You don't have to take it at all, but I can still give it to you. So here we go. The first question says... Hi, Lala. Um, I've recently been set up with this guy and from the moment we met, we got on and it's just been incredible. It's been three weeks and we've already booked a holiday. I just feel really safe and secure with him and it's been great because my best friend knows him. He's her boyfriend's best mate. I've just got all these wonderful feelings towards him, but I don't want to smother him or come across too keen by wanting to spend a lot of time with him. So do you have any advice so I can make this work? A month and a half later, she wrote to me again and she said... Hi, it's me again. I really don't know what to do. Since I sent you my last message, me and this guy have had a really frank conversation where he said he doesn't want to rush anything and he's just come out of a relationship not too long ago and I agreed. However, we went on holiday together last week as we both wanted to get away and we get on so well, so we just thought, why not? Throughout the holiday, he was more interested in scrolling through his phone. I wanted to have fun in the pool, go to the sea, and all he wanted to do was scroll through his phone or go to the gym. We stopped having sex four days into the holiday as I just didn't feel the effort coming from him. He seemed to act as if everything was totally normal, even though the vibes were off. My family texted and asked if he wanted to join us for a family meal for my grandma's birthday when we got home, to which he said, I'd love to, but I'm going for a curry with my sister. So bear in mind, he lives with his sister and he has done for 26 years. So I said, don't you think my grandma's birthday is a bit more important? Do you not think maybe priorities are a bit off? And he just replied with, it's my sister. (laughs) So I said, right, okay. And that was the end of that conversation. Then on the flight home, we didn't have one conversation. Am I being a bitch? He also said he was going to go shopping with his sister and didn't ask if I wanted to tag along, even though me and his sister get on really well. I'm thinking of just calling it off as I really can't be asked, but I'm not sure if I'm being dramatic. Oh, and I've told my mum and she thinks my expectations are too high and I expect too much and I'm being difficult, which is now making me doubt my own thoughts and decisions. What do you think? Well, that was a long one, but I am glad that you wrote in and I'm glad that your mum's words made you think because I do think here it might be a case of it's not them, it's you. And I think your mum's right and I think you should listen. It's a lot 
you've been on holiday. I mean, you've only known each other for six weeks or something. It's a lot very soon. You booked a holiday after only three weeks of knowing each other. And he told you before the holiday that he wanted to pull back a bit. And I think he was showing you with his behaviour on the holiday where he wanted you to stand. Though it sounds like he was very happy to still have sex with you for the four days. But I think that the pulling away, you know, just being on his phone, wanting to go to the gym, that was all very much compartmentalising and being like, I'm not here as your boyfriend, I'm here as your mate and I'm just here on because I wanted a holiday. Or perhaps you have just complete different holiday styles and you enjoy different things on holidays. And actually, that's why holiday can be quite make or break for a lot of couples. It's the time when you realise, actually, we can't spend a whole week together like this because we've just got totally different holiday styles. So maybe it's that. But I do think he was showing you where you stand. And because you really don't stand anywhere, he's told you this is not a relationship thing. He doesn't want to rush into anything. This is just two friends on holiday. Your nan doesn't need to be his priority and you don't need to be invited everywhere he goes with his sister. He's told you that he doesn't want to rush and you're already kicking off about not being invited or him not coming to family meetups. You've only known each other six weeks. He's already had a frank conversation and I think that what you're doing is too much and you need to step back and breathe. You barely know him. And I think that you really, really want him because he's your best mate's boyfriend's best friend. I think you've actually created a kind of, I want this guy. This would be so perfect. We could all hang around as a foursome. You know, you've created, you've idealised him, put him on a pedestal, but you don't know him. You don't know him well enough for him to have even been meeting your grandma, let alone for you to expect him to make your grandma's birthday a priority in his life. You need to calm down. Maybe this is limerence. Maybe this is just way too much. But I do think that he hasn't done anything wrong here and that you need to step back. And if you really do want something to happen between the two of you, you really need to take it back and stop rushing him because this is going to put him off. But remember, if he is put off, doesn't matter. There's plenty more fish in the sea. There are obviously fairly rotten some of them and can't swim properly but there are plenty more fish in the sea you don't need to clamp down on the nearest one to you and start forcing commitment and and all that kind of stuff too so you just don't need to do it calm down chill out leave him alone okay and the next one says Hi Lala, I'm messaging because I work in a school one day a week and I found myself having a bit of a crush on one of the other members of staff. We haven't spoken much, but I do know that I want to get to know him better. But the problem is his dad is also a senior member of staff working at the same school. And because of our roles, I end up talking to his dad a lot more. We've built a nice working relationship. Like we talk about our kids and his grandson, who is a similar age to my son. But lately, the dad's been asking me more personal questions, like about when I had my last boyfriend, if I'd ever date again. So I thought he was trying to get intel to link me up with his son. He gave me his personal number and then told me to text him if I ever needed any advice, which I didn't follow up on. I only ever messaged him for work reasons. And now it's the half term and he sent me a late night, how are you, texting on my personal number and and he's tried ringing me quite late at night as well. And I'm feeling quite uneasy about it. I'm not really sure what to do. 
Now, I know I'm not very good at reading signs and I have been told in the past that men do sometimes see my friendliness as flirting. Is he trying to hit on me? What should I do about it? Thanks. Yes, he is definitely trying to hit on you. I'm almost 100% certain of it. In your attempt to make him become your father-in-law, he's assumed that you're into him. Don't blame yourself for that. A lot of men misinterpret women's friendliness for flirting. It is the bane of many women's lives. So don't 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 feel to yourself I bought this on myself. I shouldn't have flirted. It's not your fault that he has taken it as that. And him being in a senior position does make this a bit dodgy. So you actually have one up on him because he's breaching possible boundaries by contacting you outside of work hours. So I'm sure it wouldn't take much to shut him down and make him go away if you need to. But it's such an awkward feeling. It is so easy for me to say, look, just reply, tell him you're interested in his son and not him. But that doesn't take account of the complicated dynamic and the awkwardness of having to convey to someone that you're not interested in them, you're actually interested in their child. Ah, it's too much. And maybe you should say something about the son or pull back from this family entirely. But I definitely think that you should say something if he messages again. He may well have taken the hint, the fact that you didn't respond, the fact that you never returned the call. He may well have taken the hint and you could just forget this, awkward, move on. If he does try to pursue you, as I say, you do have the protection in the terms of the fact that he is a senior and you are at work. I'm not suggesting he's done anything or you should try and ruin his career or life at this point, but you are protected by employment laws if he doesn't take no for an answer. So I think maybe ignore it. If he pursues, tell him to stop. Tell him you're not interested. And you could even say, look, this is really awkward, but I really fancy your son. And that's why I gave you the number. Be real. He's a grown-up. He's a big man. He should be able to take that information. Or maybe don't say anything at all to the dad. And maybe be bold and actually tell the son that you fancy him. You've established that the son is single. You've established that he's got a very friendly dad. Why not just go up to him and step out of your comfort zone and suggest going for a drink sometime? Or maybe not, because again, we know that work stuff is, I've said it many times, it's not that great to shit where you eat. You know what I mean? Things can go wrong and then going into work becomes really awkward and he deserves to be able to go to work without being you know, tried it on with by his colleagues. So maybe we just leave the whole work thing, leave this whole family alone, step back and find some people who are completely unrelated to your work and aren't related to each other to try to have relationships with. That is the best thing. But yeah, dad is definitely trying it. Set your boundaries very clearly there. Know that fizzy feeling you get when you read something really good, watch the movie everyone's been talking about, or catch the show the internet can't get over? At the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast, we chase that feeling five times a week. We talk about the buzziest movies, TV, music, books, and more. From lowbrow to highbrow to in between, catch the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. 
I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. And our final question today says... Hi, Lala. I have a question. So I've recently been sleeping with a friend. I've known him for about four years now. Everything is going good, no strings attached. We both communicate really well regarding our situation. During one of our fuck appointments, he said he has made everyone he's ever slept with come. So I pointed out the fact that is most likely not true because half of them probably faked it and this offended him. Nothing really came of it after that, but I've now noticed that during sex, he always asks if I've come, constantly checking to make sure, asking if he's going to make me come and even checking legit moving my leg over to see down there, not sure what he was hoping to see, Niagara Falls or something. He touches to see if I've come too. Is this normal? Apart from this, everything's groovy, but why is he so obsessed with this? Oh, this is so normal. Speaking to men about the orgasm gap nearly always generates this kind of reaction. It is virtually impossible to raise it with a man without them taking it personally or disbelieving you. They cannot cope with the knowledge that many orgasms have been faked. It shatters their ability to trust. They say things like, I think that must just be you. Or you can't speak for all women. When in fact, if they're talking to me, I can speak for a lot of fucking women. You know what I mean? I really try and tell them it's not just me. I've like done polls and like 20,000 people on my page have responded and I'm definitely not just speaking for me. But it freaks them out because, you know, especially if you're pretty good at faking orgasms, which many of us are because we've had to do it so many times, you can really do like the effective leg shake. You can even make the, you know, the squeezing, the throbbing of the vagina on the dick. They think if that happens, then it's definitely real. They don't even realise we can do that by ourselves. Like it is so easy to fake it I, I've even perfected like little special noises I won't do it now because then if anyone I sleep with in the future listens then they might realise but anyway I don't fake orgasms anymore but if I need to I've perfected it and so I do think it's really difficult for men to take this on board because they're suddenly like nah that nah that can't have been acting what they really, they, 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 it's a very hard concept to take on board. It fucks their heads up. But it's good that he has responded in this way. And it's great that he has actually taken it on board. And he now cares and wants to make sure that he's pleasing you. However, he does sound slightly clueless because he seems to think that the orgasm is related to wetness. You know, the whole checking, feeling to see if you've come. It's not related to ejaculate, like squirting, nothing to do with it. You can orgasm and be dry or you can be wet and not turn on at all. So he's looking in the wrong places for the answers. He actually should just be asking you, you know. He'd be better off asking what pleases you or asking you to be vocal when you come. I think you have shattered his ego a bit and made him worry about being bad in bed. And now he's become obsessed with making sure that he's doing it right. And actually, I think that's good. And it's normal. It's not a red flag. But I do think you should communicate with him before this becomes an ick. Because it sounds like you're now feeling a bit like, oh, my God, stop asking me. Stop being obsessed with it. So maybe say that to him. Like I'm, And I think that's the thing that's missing here is a real communication between the two of you. Because you've told him half of all women or maybe even more, 80% of women, fake orgasm all the fucking time. And he's taken that as I have faked half my orgasms with you. 
So I think you need to clarify that with him. Have a proper conversation. I've got an orgasm gap highlight on my Instagram. Show him the orgasm gap highlight thread. Or there's a whole fucking part in my book about it. You can go and read that. Read it to him. Some bedtime reading. But yes, not a red flag. Definitely normal. But have a bit more better communication with your friend. And that is us for another week. What have we covered? Being a bit too keen, expecting too much, confusing someone's dad and a very enthusiastic orgasm provoker. There we go. I hope you have enjoyed it. We will put one of these questions or two on my page so that you can help these people and offer your support and answers as well. So I will see you over there. No, no, no. Let me explain. This has been a Sony Music Entertainment production and I'll see you on Friday. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.